Welcome to Mental Health Film Comment. This is Brian here with you. Mental Health Transparency is the name of a short film on YouTube. Joining us today are artist Joshua Dusk, author of the book Walt and the Weird Long Dark. Joshua, uh, welcome and uh, thank you for being here today. Thanks for having me here. This is this is great. Now, this podcast is what I like to call a, a commentary track format for a very simple reason, to remind you that you are not alone. And I know there are many people listening who will say, what do you mean I'm not alone? Of course I'm alone. There's no one else here with me. What I mean by that is when you're, when you don't have anyone to watch a movie with, when you don't have anybody to go to the movies with, even when it's a, a YouTube video, such as in, in this case today, uh, movie watching is a social activity. But when you don't have anyone to watch a movie with, when you don't have anyone to go to the movies with, then movie watching becomes a, a solitary activity, a solo activity. And so I am here today to watch the movie with you. Uh, Joshua is here to watch the movie with you. Uh, sometimes it's not the whole movie, though in this case, obviously it, it will, because this is a, a short film that's of a minute 28 in length. So needless to say, this will be the entirety of the movie. I, I do want to briefly mention a couple of resources for you. There's the crisis text lines that are available. If you are in the US, you can text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741-741. If you are in the UK, you can text SHOUT, S-H-O-U-T, to 85258. And I understand that there are some other text lines depending upon where you are in the world. So check your local listings, as they say. Um, so, so Joshua, thank you for uh, being here today. I appreciate it. Oh, I really appreciate this. The book just came out a few weeks ago and just getting the word out about it. I really appreciate you having me. This is, this is great. I've listened to your podcast and it's, the transparency thing is perfect. Oh, definitely. Oh. Yeah, I, I was, um, and I, I'm not going to lie, the, my movie watching habits, as I had mentioned to you b b before, <laughs> the, the just started my movie watching habits the last few days have been movies that are not necessarily pertinent or appropriate for a mental health context. And so I want to be mindful of that, not to go too off track and talk about movies that are not really relevant to mental health. So that, that's the long and short of it. Sometimes there will be movies where it's on, on point and relevant, and other times there'll be uh, episodes like today where not not for you know, my lack of movie watching, but, but the you know the absence of any particular movies that I, that I would would be of you know better well versed on. So, mm -hmm. and you're right, the the mental health transparency, the, the short film, it really does touch on a lot of very relevant uh, points that um so so it's uh, all all the more um you know good that to, to mention that as well and it is on youtube by the way for those who might be looking for it on youtube it, it would be under mental health transparency uh seb cox films uh, and apparently this is an award-winning film uh mental health awareness week 2017 so it's it's not a new movie but relatively new Matter of speaking, mm -hmm. um, so it's nowadays definitely, definitely. So, so um, tell me about the, the book. How how did this uh, book come come about? Well, we go through our little ups and downs in life. I've always been creative. 
um, very creative, expressive person and creative energy. I'm a big believer in, but um, I was going through one of these ups and downs and it was done. And I said to myself, oh, that was a weird long, I'm going to say dark spot or a weird, I just, that was a weird long dark. That sounds pretty neat. So I wrote it down. Yeah. And then a few months later it happened again. I'm like, okay, I need to do something with this, the name. So I started drawing this weird black squirmy thing, you know, it's long. Yeah. And um, one of my characters is Walt. I put him in there. I'm like, hey, what is Walt? I put him in a lot of stuff. But it worked. Just what is this weird long dark? And um, what does it do and get in the way? So I'm messing around with ideas. It's so, oh, when I'm in this spot, I don't feel like eating. I don't feel like waking up. I, it gets so low. So then just messing around with different situations. And it just started forming from there. Like, putting these ideas together and oh this is a book right here cool. and just kind of over two years kind of went from there building it cool cool and and you um and this is something that it, it has been reaching people it has been um touching people it and, seems uh, like cool. gotten a few reviews yeah cool. well people they don't feel like they're alone when they read it and they said this it's such a dark spot um, but you feel like you're alone there. You were talking about, yeah, of course I'm not alone, but you feel it. You feel like you're alone. And the people have said that they, oh my God, someone understands what that feeling is. And that makes me feel so good to get that. Not that people are feeling that, yeah, yeah. but that they understand it. And yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, and you touched on, you know, magic word for me, the creativity side of it. Mm -hmm. And that's something that has been mentioned on prior episodes and undoubtedly will be mentioned on future episodes because that's something that I, I firmly believe in is having, just getting something out there, you know, whether it's a book, whether it's a film, obviously I'm partial to film, <laughs> but um, any, you know, books, uh, you know, poetry, you know, all, all manner of, of, of art, such as uh, with what you're, you're, you're describing, that's something that is extremely valuable and extremely healing yeah. and extremely um, therapeutic. I mean, that's yeah, the, the creation energy. It's so there's a lot of destructive energy and the big vibration, adding more creation energy. I made a Facebook page called um, Coronavirus Studios for people to create during this time, whether it sucks or not, share it. You know, create yeah, exactly. something. And it's not about how good it looks when you're done, but I got like a thousand some people in that group. People I've been drawn since high school, sharing their stuff and getting that creative energy going. I'm really proud of that too. I'm glad that that's cool. What, what was that Facebook? Let's get some people over there. What's that Facebook? Coronavirus Studios. Uh, quarantine art. Okay, cool. Yeah, if, um, definitely you can take a look at that then. Definitely, nice. um, those out there. Because um, one of the things that has, another thing that has come up on prior episodes and undoubtedly for those outside of the US, we are in what's not so affectionately called election season. Oh my God. And, the, and, and the creativity side of it is something that does allow both a buffer to that as well as an escape to that. And it's, like an all-purpose, basically. You know, all-purpose. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. And the escape thing, my peaceful spot. Like you can escape from all that yeah. madness. We exactly. Going on. exactly. So that is um, what, um, but um, what, um, what, 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 
what led to the, the book? What, um, I mean, what, what, was there anything prior to, because I know you mentioned like the, the genesis of, of the book, how it, but was there anything prior to that that sort of planted the, the seeds? I think it was those ups and downs. Um, you know, we all go, I, depression, years, I mean, I'm probably still in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. But as a kid, really felt that um, anxiety for the last few years. I'm getting some spots. I figured some of that out there. My sugar intake yeah. was really horrible. Um, like pop Mountain Dew all day long and handfuls of candy and just whatever. <laughs> My body's been screwed up. I don't want to do this anymore. And I'd get these anxiety that was double vision, you know, wobbly legs, hypoglycemic. And I don't, don't have diabetes or anything, so that's kind of rare, but it, I narrowed it down to that. But these dark spots, I had to express what it felt like in that spot. You know, just being a creative type, you know, you create, do whatever. Yeah, yeah. I had to, I, it was too much of an entity in my life. I had to do something with it. I had to try to express it. Yeah. A lot of it for me. I'm glad it's for other people. Yeah. Love them, but for me, I just had to do it. Yeah. I think that those little spots is what really triggered that. Cool. Let me ask you something. As, as an artist, how much of your work is influenced by or informed by the mental health piece of things versus, you know, everything in, in total? Um, um, for me personally, I'm a, because of these little spots I've had and the great vibration, we all have ups and downs uh -huh. right now, this coronavirus thing, there's so much worry and so what's going to happen yeah. to make me get a job and money, um, uh, compared to that, all my art with that, I guess, feeling that like everyone else. And it just, yeah. you let out what you're surrounded by or what you're going through, what you're feeling. And it was just too strong of a presence, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, it came out. I was actually working on another book before this, but when that idea came, I just, I really liked the idea. So I kind of set the one aside and went nuts on this. Once yeah. it started going, it was great. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I hear you. Well, um, well, how, 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 are you, how are you doing today? I know you mentioned, uh, you know, some of the, the, um, the, you know, the sugar stuff going on. Um, how, how are you doing? How are you doing today? Are you Good. Doing? Like 95% of, thanks for asking. 95% um, of the time, just great the positive feedback from this makes me feel good. It's like that up cycle. Yeah. Yeah. The down cycle, you don't do anything and you feel bad. So you don't do anything. So you feel like the upside of that, where you create something, another thing towards that, you create something and you feel good about it. Mm -hmm. Your vibration is just better. You create something else. You feel even better. And I've kind of been on that cycle lately. Yeah. Cool. cool. Giving up sugar is hard. It was a few months, those little, episodes kept coming back but i feel good now without sugar in my diet yeah cool cool i, I hear you on that <laughs> sugar ice cream in with my sugar free <laughs> that's yeah. my doing it on friday night that's how i do it yeah and 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 um if i seem a little uncomfortable with some of the um the dietary comments um the day that we're recording this i had a doctor's appointment yesterday mm -hmm. and it did not go as <laughs> as I had hoped, oh. and so if I if I seem a little uh, touchy, yeah, that, that that that's why. So I but, but I wanted to I definitely wanted to acknowledge the you know the, the health piece of that because that's definitely. Uh, Are you okay? Is everything alright? Yeah, yeah. Um, the, some of the um, numbers, you know, on the scale and other kind of numbers, mm -hmm. were um, not what I had expected. Nice. <laughs> and so it was. 
Yeah, so, so it wasn't drastic. I'm glad. I mean, yeah, some of the numbers aren't as good, but that's stuff you can work on. Exactly, right. exactly. So, um, and then plus, there the doctor's appointment had been delayed. It had been delayed more than a few times because of oh, yeah. a lot of the COVID stuff. And with my work schedule being what it was. And then I finally had the day that I could come in. And mm -hmm. I did. And I thought it would just be, you know, in and out, just, you know, quick, you know, update, you know, you know, whatnot. And then they did. You know, <laughs> yeah, I thought it would be, you know, in and out. And then that was not the case. So, um, yeah. <laughs> but again, people... Lisa wasn't something more drastic, something, oh my God, you have two days left, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, so, that, so I just wanted to, you know, I, so if I seem a little touchy for the outside, that, that would be fine. Ordinarily, I'm not, because obviously the, you know, the whole mind-body-spirit. Mind, <laughs> you know, so definitely, like I said, ordinarily, I would be, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but for, for well, the artistic process for you is that um, something where you need to get it out often? Like, because for me, the, the, when I've and that's part of why the podcast came about is it just got a point where it's mm -hmm. like I need to get this out. I need to kind of yeah. let that create. It. Do you have a comparable process for you where it's like it it needs to get out? It needs to you know something to just get out there There's a lot of it um again i've, I've always been an expressive creative person i just mm -hmm. like to do that whether it's flower design i've been doing that like 20 some years it's mm -hmm. my day job get to create yeah but my heart is in this cool and i think cool. for half of it it feels like it's cheating almost because it's my peaceful <laughs> place yeah i'm ADD and would stumble over my words i'm sure you've heard that yeah but when i sit down and do the cross hatching and do the lines and I can do it for hours and everything. It's like focusing that into this. So everything else kind of just goes away for a while. So it's kind of yeah. cheating. I use it for my play. <laughs> well, everybody's got their own, everybody's got their own cheat sheets and cheat stuff they do. So that's, that's cool. <laughs> I guess it's win-win then. Yeah, yeah. Um, so is that one of the, like, as far as like your, your coping mechanisms or, you know, the tools in your toolbox, would, would that be one of, one of the tools that, that's in your, in your toolbox, so to speak? Yeah, my main tool in there, actually. I mean, like to write, I mean, there was the words, the prose in the book, and that's fun, a whole different creative outlet in itself. But um, it is, yeah, to cope with stuff when I don't, it's amazing when you don't, like say you don't do your podcast for a while or you don't create for a while, how you, it changed, it's your creative energy is good for your spirit. It's good for you to feel better about it. So I notice a difference. So yeah, I think it is a major tool with coping with whatever's going on around, especially now everyone had all this time to create. Yeah, exactly. Like, what am I gonna do with myself? And uh, hopefully, that page, that webpage, people started to do it and let stuff out and cope, as you say. So yeah, I do believe it's a very strong tool in my toolbox. Definitely, and and like I said, it is something that I I'm definitely a firm believer in. You know, the art and and art therapy and the the various uh, variations of that. And and honestly, to, to be truthful with you, our world right now needs more art. <laughs> You know, we really do. We, we really need more more art. And one of the things that um, might be, you know, a silver lining, so to speak, I'm not a fan of that phrase, but <laughs> of, of, of COVID-19 is people, you know, appreciating a lot of art 
in, in, in their lives. And a lot of art that's available. It's like what they got. I mean, you're trapped at home, whether you're creating it or yeah. have it around. I'm reading, I'm reading a book. I'm listening to music. I'm looking at this painting. I'm whatever. It's, it's kind of saved people. It sounds a little drastic or dramatic, but <laughs> it's what you had to do. You didn't have to worry about appointments. You're not worrying about going to work. So you read a book, you watch a movie, you, all these art forms are all of a sudden, what is there? So yeah, I do, it's like a silver lining to this. <laughs> there was a reference, that could be totally wrong, where it was the Renaissance or like the Black Plague, then after that was like the Renaissance. There was a Yeah, I, th I think there was, yeah, I believe, um, and I might have some of my dates or timeline mixed up, but I believe yeah. that there was the, the Renaissance, and again, I, I may have my, my my dates and timeline off, but I believe after all the the plague stuff and you know all the not so good stuff, there was a period called the Restoration, and I remember, I remember that because there was a movie a few years ago called Restoration, uh, which I want to say Robert Downey Jr. was in it. I want to say, or some oh, other hey. people were in it. So if it weren't for that movie, it's kind of embarrassing that a, that a, a movie kind of <laughs> um, raised that. And I did, I did have a, a humanities class in high school, which was awesome because it, it kind of touched upon a lot of that, like the different areas of architecture and art and, and paintings. And um, a lot of people don't, don't know that the Teenage Nin Mutant Ninja Turtles, they're named after Renaissance painters, you know, Donatelli and, and uh, the, yeah. all the, a lot of people don't, don't know that. Um, so it was kind of like a sneaky way to fit in arts education with some crime fighting yeah. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> so some yeah. of that I, I am, you know, fortunately familiar with, but my understanding is that there was a, I'm not sure if that's what you're referring to. There was a period of the Renaissance, yeah. which was a distinct period different than the restoration. Cause I think in, in, in art history, I think those were the, two distinct terms they're they're often used okay. interchangeably as i understand it but in terms of by the book art history i think they are two different periods of, of okay. history. but yeah that's some what's going to happen after this we're in a weird era and i oh, wonder abso what absolutely yeah positivity that comes out of it with all these people creating now we're appreciating it now if i didn't have that book to read what would i be doing well, i'd be making it myself and you had mentioned the thing about art saving people being somewhat of a cliche and I don't necessarily agree that it, and, and I know it's not probably not a disagreement per se but um, I, I would say that there have been movies that have saved me in a way and there's been music that saved me and artwork that saved me um, so I don't I think that's very true what, 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 what you stated uh, absolutely very very true you know especially now with a lot of the craziness going on in the world and seeing the value of art in our world not that it was never you know but especially it now yeah. it's always there but like i say a heart you a breakup especially when you're a teenager and those hormones are running nuts yeah that perfect song just hit that spot it was a song someone created but you're relating yeah. to it so so much in that moment but yeah it's kind of sometimes the people in the, the brink of suicide or whatever they hear that perfect song that changes their mind or makes them feel a certain way yeah that might you know help them in a very drastic spot yeah so absolutely yeah. 
Now, um, one of the things that, um, again, this is being recorded in September, tail end of September. And okay. this is, which I, I mentioned as Suicide Prevention Aware Awareness Month. And that is something that I, I am aware of it being Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. But part of me always wonders why it's delegated to one month one month out of 12 yeah. <laughs> and part of me wishes that that awareness and availability of resources could be more pervasive and, and wasn't limited to just one occasion a year yeah. and i understand that there's a uh, there, i think there's a worldwide mental health day which will will, will fit the year date of october so I, I know many people listening will be hearing this in october which again fits that that uh, calendar of either suicide prevention month in September or the worldwide date, which is in um, October. But don't you sometimes wish that a lot of these dates or not would be more like spaced out throughout the year that there could be yeah, you know, something in yeah yeah exactly yeah. So it's kind of and they're all and both of these are toward in, in fall and winter. You know, time frame, so September, October. So I'm in Colorado now, and it's a little snow, but then it'll yeah. melt two, three days later, and it's sunny again. Back from Michigan, it was gray all winter long, and it got so depressing. Yeah. Some of the Midwest, some of that weather just, it really wears on you in the wintertime. So I can see that. Yeah, I can totally see that feeling yeah. being yeah. there. I wish it was more than that, though. But at least they did a month. At least there's yeah. something. That stigma still exists. And Correct. it's... More out in the open now, but correct. And and I don't say that to be you know complaining or whatnot because obviously I'm, yeah. I'm I'm grateful for any awareness. But part of me, you know what I mean, just just sort of wishes that yeah. there could be yeah. more. Be more, yeah. Um, now you had touched on this briefly as far as like the, the weather and the seasons. Um, have you um, had any experiences with with like that seasonal? Um, anxiety or the seasonal depression when the seasons change and with the you know less daylight and less sunlight yeah uh, i totally am um, can well very sensitive creative types you know we're sensitive kind of to yeah. whatever is happening but the fall that is it gets darker it gets yeah colorado's less dreary i really like to hear that the sun right now is still shining yeah in some places, you really feel dark during that time, or after the Christmas that letdown. I feel that. I can totally feel that. Cool. Yeah, because one of the things that I'm definitely grateful for is the the skies. Um, so yeah. you're in the, you're near the West Coast, and I, I'm I'm um, in Arizona, so comparable oh, to the West Coast. But uh, one of the things that I'm grateful for right now is a lot of the wildfires. In, in California oh, yeah. and along the West Coast, those have not entirely cleared, but mostly cleared because there was a time like last week or the week before. And again, this yeah. is, if you're listening this to in October, this would be referred, translated to last month. Um, the skies were like hazy. They were, it was like, it was like twilight. It was like dusk out in, in the middle of the day. Totally yeah. apocalyptic. Yeah. It, it looked like. Here in Colorado, we had yeah. ashes flying through the air, like landing on our car. Yeah. Like, whoa, it, this is a weird orange sun going down. Yeah, it was like something out of a science fiction movie. And it was really like was. real life. And so that's one thing that I'm definitely grateful for is that the, you know, the fact that the, the skies, you know, 
God willing, will you know continue to clear that that'll hopefully make a difference with the the seasonal change. Yeah. And and that's oh period business. Do you thinking about that? Because I mean, the whole apocalypse feeling. Look, it's <laughs> the way it looks right now, and it's. We actually had yesterday some haze came in. I think there was a new fire in Wyoming or something. Oh. All of a sudden, it smelled like a campfire, and it was really just hazy everywhere. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah, it, it is. It is. Well, what um, is there going to be a, a Walt in the Weird Long Dark Part Two, or where where's where's that headed? I'm not sure. He gets through his day. Um, he doesn't really solve it, but he looks at it and takes a breath and realizes it wasn't as big as he thought it was before he faced it. Yeah. Um, of a part two, I actually crossed my mind today. Yeah. I'm not sure. I have another book, uh, Late for the Day of the Dead, that I was working on before until this one popped in my head. And I wrote down the idea, and then it just kind of went by itself, and I yeah. was following along the best I can. But I have one where the, um, the little skeleton guy is trying to make it to the Day of the Dead. It's this big old day. Yeah. And he can't make it because he's stopping to have a drink with a friend. He has to feed yeah. his cat. He goes and gets married. All these things are keeping him from making it to his big day. So that's the next project is what I'm working on. The Walt, I don't know if there'll be a part two. This one has a lot of momentum yeah. to it and a lot of feedback that I'm going with, I guess, or I'm trying to stay with. Yeah. Even I'm saying. Well, well, yeah, and, and what I hear you saying is, have you ever heard that term, um, the, 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 the Socratic method, like it, it's named after like the, that Greek guy, Socrates, where yeah. you kind of like look at something and you look at it from all directions and all angles and just kind of make sense of it. That's a lot of what you're doing in, the, in this book, which, which I think is great. Oh, it, thank you. It just, you know, just puts it out on the, on the table for you to look at and just look at all sides and get all, and that's what, what you're talking about. And that yeah. I think is, is just awesome. Oh, thanks, man. Um, yeah. Some of the feedback people saying that it, they read it and it, it touched them. They realized they're not alone. I forgot what you asked already. Oh, different, different viewpoints. Mm -hmm. um, I'm seeing it. I go through my stuff. I do it, look at it, hearing it from someone else's point of view feels so good. And hearing someone else say they got this from it, when I didn't necessarily notice that. Like it almost looks like squirmy intestines. Like when you get yeah, those big yeah. metal butterflies. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I didn't mean that, but someone kind of pointed it out. I'm like, you know what? It totally is that feeling. Like yeah. when you have anxiety so bad, you can't step out the door and the butterflies are just, it's like the weird long dark squirming around inside. So I didn't see that, but someone else's perspective saw that. And I'm like, cool. oh, yeah, it totally is. Cool, cool. Um, now, um, how would people get into uh, uh, um I'm, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep the. I'm gonna keep the tape rolling because I. I. I sort of. Um, and I say that because I'm like really tempted to like, press press stop and then redo it. I, I can't do that to you. I can't do that to people listening. <laughs> Oh, no, I don't mind. Uh, no, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. So, so I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to talk through this and because, um, because that's one of the things that um, I'm slowly learning with, with doing the podcast is sometimes when I get a little anxious and the anxiety hits and when I'm just going to walk through, you know, talk through yeah. it and work through it. Because this is what a lot of anxiety sounds like. I mean, so if I, um, 
if there's moments, and I know there's been prior shows where I where I did the exact same thing. I, I just, you know, it, it yeah. got to a certain point where it's like I, I I can't do any more retakes. It's not it's not fair to you, and it's not fair to people listening. And it lends itself to to a more accurate, you know, conversation. I would imagine. Yeah, more real. Like I mean, that stuff happens yeah. in conversation. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But what I was going to say was. Um, so as, as we get close to, to wrapping up, I did want to um, mention some of the resources available. I know there's a lot of people who might be listening who are going through a hard time. Mm -hmm. And your, your book's obviously a good resource for those who are going through a hard time. Um, it sounds, from what I've heard, it sounds like it is. Definitely. And it makes me feel really good that, that people are getting this from it. Definitely. So, um, so I did want to mention um, some of the, the resources uh, available. I know that there's Mental Health America, which is mhanational.org. There's also um, NAMI, National Alliance on Mental Illness, uh, NAMI, NAMI.org. Um, as with the text lines, I know that you know, depending on where you are in the world, I know there's some others. So, so check your your, your local listings. Um, how would people get in touch in touch with you as far as if they have any questions about the the book and, and what, um, what you're doing? You can get the book on Lulu.com. It might be on Amazon later, but right now oh. Lulu is the best place to do it. Um, me personally, I have that Coronavirus Studios page, or Clem Dingman. You can find me on Facebook. Or Joshua Dusk's art on Facebook is a good one. Or me personally, if you just want to email me, I'm clemdusk at gmail.com. If you have any questions or just want to talk, you know, we all go through our things and cool. want to get a hold of me, yeah, you can do it there. Definitely. Now, um, and as we wrap up, what would you say just for any, any uh, words for people who might be having a hard time right now? Who, you know, this might be um you know not a yeah. good time for them what, what, what would you say for, for those who are going through a hard time right now that it, it it's hard right now especially it is it can be really hard and there's some moments face that moment the best you can it always comes back up every time you're in that down spot it does always come back up and sometimes the lower it is the higher it gets yeah yeah you know, there's there's some good spots to be had and some some good feelings so you're not alone you feel like it when you're in that spot. It feels like it's always been that way and it's always going to be that way. Yeah. In your head, that's it tricks you into thinking that this is all there is. But it does be try to be grateful and get, get a little emotional talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Push through it and reach out to someone if you can talk about it. Try, try to reach out. Um, you got the resources that you just gave, the phone numbers. Um, yeah, hang in there. Um, best you can you're not alone in this yeah de definitely and and so the resources i mentioned definitely look into those and um so joshua thank you for being here today i, I appreciate it oh i, I appreciate it this, this book is really important to me and uh, sorry i interrupted just the, the letting it out and feeling to have people relate to it is the most rewarding feeling because i'm not alone and people are telling me that so um, I appreciate you having me on here and being able to spread the word and maybe even help somebody. Oh, definitely, definitely. So thank you, thank you for being here, and um, thank thank you at home or at work or driving wherever you may be. <laughs> uh, stay safe and um, talk with talk with you next time. Uh, bye. Okay.